0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Basic Bombshell Podcast. Here we are champions of women breaking stereotypes, smashing female norms, speaking our truths, embracing vulnerability, rocking boats, and being our unapologetic selves. Know that beauty begins the moment you decide to be yourself. I am your host, Kenzie. And this podcast is sponsored by my real estate team, Love Montana Living. Check out our website, lovemontanaliving.com, where you'll find all links to my social media accounts. I do also have a YouTube channel focused on personal growth, business, and beauty. Would love for you to come on over and subscribe. For any real estate referrals, please drop us a message to our email, info at lovemontanaliving.com. All right, let's just go ahead and get started. So... don't know why, but I always imagine that my audience is someone who listens to this podcast alone. For me, some of the most deepest and introspective moments of my life had been by myself. Anytime I needed a moment to reflect and just hear the sound of the earth or the sound of my spirit... It's alone, in a car, in a dark room, at my dining room table, pouring myself a drink. And I just imagine my audience doing the same, that for the next 30 minutes, you say fuck it to whatever life has going on for you, whether that is taking care of kids, whether that is school, work. Boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is, that for the next 30 minutes you just say, fuck it all, and just listen to me with your own thoughts, looking for inspiration, looking for joy, whatever it is that touches that wild female spirit that we all have, like a wild horse. So, um, yeah, welcome. I wanted to talk about something that was kind of an epiphany for me that was a little bit shocking (laughs) Um, and that one of the most wonderful things I love about life is that things can come so full circle where we can take something that is negative and make it into a positive that is just very meaningful. So I mentioned in my intro that I, um, this podcast is sponsored by my real estate team. So therefore I am a realtor and I, um, I became a realtor in 2017. I had gotten married in 2016 and gotten pregnant on my honeymoon. Surprise, surprise. I had, um, overspend on my honeymoon. Another surprise, surprise. <laughs> and uh, December came rolling around. So um, I found out I was pregnant September. So December comes, I still have some debt left over from the honeymoon. And I realized there is this steam train coming and there's nothing I can do to stop it. And I panicked. I wasn't making a lot of money at work. And the thought of becoming a mother and having another life to be responsible for, I decided that I needed to change something. And so I had this epiphany in December. I ended up taking the real estate class in January. I passed my test in February and I had my license in March. And then I welcomed my son in May. So it was uh, very quick for me. And I just celebrated my third year anniversary as a realtor. So um, when I started in real estate, I ended up signing up with Keller Williams. Uh, Keller Williams, for those of you that don't know, is a national uh, real estate franchise. I was there for um, almost three years. Um, So I recently just moved over to EXP um, again in March. It seems that's uh, when changes happen in my life. But um, so... I am a bit a girly girl. Um, I think that comes from my mother being absolutely 100% not a girly girl. (laughs) Maybe I have overcompensated in that realm. I love makeup. I love clothes. I love purses. I love fashion. I love jewelry. Uh, For me, it's all about self-expression. Getting to reinvent yourself every day. I mean, nothing says fuck you and don't talk to me than a nice, dark, smoky eye. And I appreciate that I can let how I'm feeling on the inside reflect on the outside. Um, Maybe kind of peacock my feathers, if you will. So, I uh, recently, within like the last year or so, have gotten into collecting certain things. I started off with makeup a few years back, and um, then it started with clothes, different uh, styles and collections and business attire. Now I'm really into purses and sunglasses. So uh, Keller Williams, their colors are black, red, and white. And when I had a a good closing almost a year ago, I splurged a little bit and bought two Kate Spade Spade purses, uh, one black and one red. And I don't know why it's always kind of been my thing to now that I'm with EXP, I'm a real big champion of blue and orange and I want like blue and orange things. I don't know why that whatever brokerage I'm with, I seem to want to like embody their colors like it was back in high school when I was a whitefish bulldog and, you know, everything had to be green and gold. (laughs) Uh, Maybe that's the undying athlete in me in the school spirit Uh, So, anywho, I bought these two purses and kind of interchanged them back and forth. And then um, when I left Keller Williams, it was not a good departure. Um, I feel okay about it now. God, when was it? End of February. Now it is the beginning of June. June. So March, April, May, so just over three months. And I feel, you know, totally fine about it now. But um, in the beginning, I was not happy. Um, Part, you know, devastated, part very sad, part, you know, very angry, part very um, unvalidated, needed vindication. So a lot of emotions going on there. Um, And I remember like a week after... I cleaned out my red purse and I put it in my closet and for about two and a half months I just hated that red purse because it in a sense embodied something about Keller Williams for me that I had bought these purses that were both you know reflective of their colors and I didn't hate the black one, because the black one can really go with anything. But with this red one, it was just like, that was like the embodiment of Keller Williams. and You will live in my closet, and I will not like you. <laughs> and I couldn't believe this disdain that I had for an inanimate object. And so in my closet, uh, she remained for, for a good while. And... I was on, I forget which social media website, but I was on one where I saw an ad for Masterclass. And I had heard good things about it, that there were a lot of um, different experts and they would pretty much just go on camera and teach you about what they had mastered or what they were an expert in. And I decided, hey, you know, for 180 bucks, why not? So I signed up. And when you log in, they have you pick, I think, five different teachers. So they just kind of give you a list. And then they tell you what the teacher next to it is a specialist in. And um, so I went and picked my five. And the first masterclass that I took was uh, Sarah Blakely. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Sarah Blakely is the inventor of Spanx, and today she is a billion-dollar brand, and I powerhoused through Sarah Blakely's masterclasses. Uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, I highly recommend it. I'm on Chris Voss, who was an FBI negotiator. Um, you know, each video is about seven to 10 minutes, you know, some maybe as high as 13. I try and watch one or two a day, one at the beginning of my day and one at the end. But, um, Sarah Blakely, it was just, it was late at night. My son was already asleep. My husband was out playing video games in the living room and I was sick of surfing YouTube. So I logged into masterclass and just powered through Sarah Blakely. I thought she just had So many interesting things to say. And when she invented Spanx, it was to solve a fundamental need that she had, which is she wanted to wear white pants to a party and not have any panty lines and not have anyone be able to see her underwear. She had no training in business, she had no background in fashion. She had really no practical education of the field that she went into. She just simply had a problem. And she solved her own problem, which I found quite fascinating. I mean, she talked about how a big moment for her was when she cut the feet off her pantyhose. And she wore those to the party instead of underwear. And then she even traced it back to when her parents got divorced and her dad came in her room and gave her some cassette tapes and said, I wish I would have learned this at your age rather than at 40. And so I I liked her story in terms of she had zero experience. I've always been someone who leans towards underdogs, as well as someone who maybe even just stumbled into this passion, into something that, <laughs> I mean, she's a billion-dollar brand. And, yeah, really fascinating to me. So she, to talk a little bit more about her story, I mean, I don't, if you end up getting the master class, I mean, obviously I can't do a whole synopsis of her, her entire trainings. But um, the the biggest thing that I got from her was, was confidence in your ability or in something that you have invented. Uh, because she's dealing with all these manufacturers and one of the, kind of the ahas is when she finally got someone to manufacture Spanx and she came in and they had all of these mannequins, uh, just, just the bottom half. So all of these fake legs and butts and feet kind of turned upside down and you know, oh, here's a medium, here's a large. And well, she's like, well, but I can't ask this mannequin how how she feels. And they look at her like this bitch is fucking crazy. What do you mean? How does she feel? And she's like, Well, does she, is she uncomfortable? Is this riding up her ass? Is this falling down her stomach? Like, how does she feel in in my product? Because that's what I wanna, I wanna know. I want her to feel comfortable. And so she took a whole bunch of samples and gave them to her friends and family and had them wear it for a day and report back on what worked and what didn't. And even she would try them on herself. And she's like, you know, just the top feels super tight. And I always have a line at the end. And they're listing all the things that are in it. And she's like, I have no idea what you're telling me. Make it more simple. And they finally got to this one piece. She's like, okay, what's that? And they're like, it's a rubber cord. And she's like, oh, okay, so there's a rubber cord in the waistband. And they're like, yeah. She's like, okay, can you remove that? And they're like, no, that's, that's how you make items like this. There's always a rubber cord. She's like, I know, but can we just try And they did. They removed it for her. And when she put it back on, she said she had never felt such a more comfortable pair of underwear in her life. And I really appreciate the moxie of that, that you have zero experience, you have zero knowledge to the point where you can't even understand the professional terms they're telling you. They have to break it down to rubber cord. And you say, let's just do it anyway. I mean, I think a lot of, you know even myself in that position would have said, well, that's If someone would have told me, well, that's how they're always made would have been like, oh, okay. But no, she said, well, can we try it without? And I really appreciate that. So there's a lot of things I could talk about when it comes to Sarah Blakely, but for, for this specific one, when she was trying to get Spanx into stores and finally had her prototype, she would go, There was one clothing store, I know it's not Saks Fifth Avenue, I forget the name of it, but she finally got a meeting, and the um, fashion person, or I don't know, the buyer, whatever you call that position in in business, um, said, why don't you send me some? She's like, no, 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 I would love to bring them out to you and do a demo, and the lady was very persistent, no, just send me some, just send me some, and Sarah was very persistent right back. And said, no, I, I will I will fly out there, give me 10 minutes, give me 15 minutes, that's all I need, and, 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 you know, you will understand why I had to come out there. And so she did. And Sarah shows up, and she said, you know, I totally did not fit into this stereotypical ideal of a fashion woman. I was not dressed in labels. I did not have the nice Birkin bag. I had my lucky red backpack, and I had a pair of Spanx in the Ziploc bag, and I could tell within five or seven minutes of my presentation that I was losing this woman, that I was telling her, you know, it's like pantyhose without the feet, and she just did not get it, was not seeing it. So finally, I just broke my presentation and said, would you mind coming to the bathroom with me? And this woman was just like, what? Excuse me? And she's like, "Will you mind coming to the bathroom with me? And so she uh, pretty much tried the Spanx on and said, I wanted to go to a party with white pants. And this is what my white pants look on with underwear. And this is what the white pants look on with Spanx. And showed her. And she said, it just clicked. Like, oh, OK, I get it. That's great. I love your product. I would love to buy it. And it's just something that simple of demoing it and ask being being vulnerable enough and brave enough to ask someone just to come to the bathroom with you. And after I watched this whole masterclass, I actually went on Spanx.com, which I, I want to talk about the origin of that name too when I kind of circle back with my whole point. Um, and so I... Go on Spanx.com and, you know, they have all these different products now. And she had this business initiative uh, called the Red Backpack Initiative where she has red, red backpacks and fills it with all of these tools for female entrepreneurs, whether, you know, what whatever that may be. And in that moment, I repurposed my Red Purse. I was so inspired by Sarah Blakely's story that I said, you know what? She had a lucky red backpack. I am going to have a lucky red purse. I do a lot of door knocking in real estate, and I have been really trying to kind of come up with a persona while door knocking that I don't look like a salesperson or a religious person and that. I'm um, inviting and attractive in a way that gets people to want to talk to me, even if they aren't looking to buy or sell real estate. And I thought it just popped in my head for just this one moment that I'm going to carry around this purse. I'll have my tablet in it. I'll have my business cards, all my marketing material. It is a large Oh, I would say it's a medium-sized purse, but it also has a strap that goes around, so it's easy for me to put it around my shoulder and for it to sit on my hip. And I literally thought of this entire plan in a couple minutes. And this inanimate object that I had such contempt and disdain for the day before, now had such wonderful meaning and hope and even that sense of joy back where it no longer represented what it did before, but that it it had a whole new meaning for me. And I just genuinely love that turnaround because, <laughs> you know, I think that's one of the wonderful things that you can do in life is that sometimes things can be so negative and you'll want to ignore it and not look at it and not know what to do with it. And then one day you'll just hear a story and it totally changes everything around full circle to where now I love that purse. It, Even if I'm wearing an outfit that red totally does not match, I will still wear that purse because in my mind, it's just like I'm Sarah Blakely going from door to door, meeting people and trying to grow my audience, try to be a local that people know and to really grow my sphere of influence in a very organic way. And in that sense, I feel very connected to this this female entrepreneur. So, yeah, that's my story with my lucky red purse. I'm uh, it's the little things, right, that make the huge difference. And kind of going back to the whole Spanx idea, um, she took two years name Spanks. and she always uh, the an, another great thing I learned from that video series was pinpointing when you think the best uh, for her she lives like a six-minute drive from her office now but she leaves an hour before and just drives around aimlessly because she does her best thinking in the car. And that's how she came up with Spanx was while she was driving. And then when she went to go trademark it, she originally had it spelled out S P A N K S and on a whim changed the K S to an X because she had read somewhere that made up words do better when it comes to name brands. And I realized That my best time thinking is when I go to bed. There are some nights I will stay up for an hour or two hours. And the ball is rolling. You know, the fire is lit, however you want to call it. And my mind wanders. And I've learned now to, if something really pops in my head that I think is something <laughs> just to write it down. And so those are the two things that I wanted to really leave with you when it came to this episode. Um, is that how someone else's story can really change your own? That I no longer have this negative feeling towards something, that it's now a sign of positivity, of hope, of camaraderie, of almost an extension of carrying on her legacy. And that, I mean, this class master class was $180 for a whole year subscription. And I have unlimited views on teachers and videos I can watch. And watching Sarah Blakely alone, I got more value from that than some of the co- the courses I took in college. I learned more about business and about being a woman in entrepreneurship in and I I don't even know how long all the videos were. I must have been watching them for over two hours but um, just in the notes and it was truly very inspiring so yeah that is my story of how my lucky red purse was born it was bought to represent one thing and when that fell all apart It was cast away, and I tried to forget about it, and someone brought that back to life for me. So if there is something in your life that has a representation or a memory that you hold on to that and, and I, I get holding on to that. I'm not saying you should, you know, you have a scarf that an ex gave you. Don't go throw it in the garbage. But, but know that just like this purse, we are all capable of rebirth. And we are all capable of changing our frame of mind into something else. If we just listen and be open to it. So, yeah, that is uh, today's episode. Thank you so much to everyone for listening. We have new episodes every Sunday posted at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Thank you again. See you in the next one.